Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I am super uh, excited to have a new guest to the show. Ivan Teller is here to join us. Ivan has been channeling aliens and angels since March of 2015, and his psychic awakening was around 2011 when he was connecting to his guides and learning the metaphysical arts. The first being that he channeled was his spirit guide, Ulysses, and after that, followed by a Zeta Gray by the name J-Rod. Soon after this channeling discovery, Ivan started publishing his channels and videos online. Ivan, welcome to the show. Really glad to have you here. Yeah, greetings. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you well, you and I connected a couple of nights ago. I yeah. received uh, I booked a channeling session with you and that was very eye-opening for me on many different levels. Um which I think a lot of people might relate to and I'm wondering, you know, one of the biggest takeaways for me from that was I think mo- a lot of us underestimate how much we're already connecting with and dismiss it as in, I'm just making that up, or uh, I'm just kind of crazy, you know. How has it all been for you in your journey, like when it started and you kind of overcoming some of those hurdles? Yeah, it's always a timing for that. Um, We're not always ready to see what's, you know, because like 2011, technically I could have opened all this up back then, but wasn't time for it. So it's all timing too, like, like it's time for for your own experience to go forward into you know what you're what's around you. So you are taking in what is necessary for the time, but now is the time to go to the next level. Basically, is what's opening up. So for myself, uh, yeah, just I just keep my yeah, just keep a very very open mind. <laughs> just just keep on opening that mind constantly. Just the crazier the better. The real you know. I know like the aliens are cartoonish in our reality, you can say. So that takes some time getting used to. It took me about, after channel, it took me at least six months to get used to. Okay. The fourth dimension and all of that. that really? Yeah. So what was your awakening like? Did you have a really kind of abrupt awakening? Was it gradual? Uh, how was it for you? Well, I, yeah, like I said, in 2011, it was abrupt, you can say, but then I shut down because I don't know what to do with it. I want to get any attachments, uh, negative attachments. It's like, I don't know where I'm getting. I'm not getting any help from anybody. So in, in 2014, I had a guide come to me just like somebody is talking to you. It's like to do this full time. It's like do, do psychic work full time. Like tell people where they're going to be the love of their life. It's like, okay, how's that work exactly? So... I said, all right, I guess I better do, I guess you can fight it and say no, but I kind of, you know, nothing else was panning out. So I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. And I found, uh, yeah, a, a, a psychic group, a channeling group, you can say, but it wasn't channeling, but just like I do readings for each person in 
in the group uh, of the who became my mentor. So yeah, that was uh, it was just a, like one step at a time. So like like you say, 2011 shut down. I was open for like a couple of months, and then not didn't really dive back into it for a long time. So knew about it, can tap into things here and there, but that was about it. And then around uh, 2014, started taking it more seriously and then shut down again because it just didn't seem like this was for me. Then I found alien channeling. I'm at work, like minding my own business, you know, nothing to do. And all of a sudden this, uh, oh, like reptilian channeling comes to mind. It's like, so first off, why didn't I think of that? It's like, where have I been? I told you how things just sort of, you know, it's right in front of you, but don't really, it's not in your mind to think about it. So I looked on YouTube, found alien channeling. It's like, where have I been? It's like, okay, this, I got to explore this. Cause I knew I could tap into people's energy. So I can just tap into aliens energy too. So it's the same thing. So. It's like, oh, you're on mute. Sorry, it's um, it's really uh, interesting how we allow ourselves to tap in and then pull back and tap in and then pull yep. back. And I think that's really important for a lot of us to remember as we're going into more of an awakening phase for the collective that there's parts of anyone who's awakening that they're going to be scared. There's a lot of fear around that because your whole world as you know it is completely upside down. And you're questioning so many truths and realities that, well, when I say truths, things that you believed were true, which then makes you question yourself, which is a really scary place for a lot of people to be, which is, I think, one of the reasons why so many people resist waking up. Yeah, when I uh, did had a couple of uh, interactions, so when I was, I did my first channeling, it was that I did a, a, uh, a meditation, you could say, or followed uh, a uh, you know it's basically an auto recording of how to channel visualize a being visualize a meadow visualize, visualize a uh, a waterfall i don't do any of that anymore but at first it works you need something to um and after i brought it in being you just getting a being through your energy field because you're protected so it's like do you really trust like somebody coming through you <laughs> mostly no <laughs> quite understood so so I had my spirit guide was used to that energy. So bringing in a being, you know, made uh because he was connected to my energy. So bringing in a spirit guide made, you know, that worked. Um, but after I did a channel with the Zeta, I can feel the Zetas on their ship, you know, right above me, like not right, like up in the sky, but you can feel them moving around. So they can tune into us so you can feel them moving around. After that, about after I started doing more channelings, I did webinars. Um, I knew that they were here. And then I was driving, I was going into, into the city on the interstate and I felt a, a ship, a Palladian ship. It's like a cruiser. And so because they tap into you and you know, show once again what they're doing. And you can feel the, the ship moving to the side and you also feel there's two crew members in the front. They're tall blonde Nordics. So that was another thing giving me indication of uh that there this is real i knew it was already real but you know i don't really need it. it's like you guys are real it's like hey you got is this real my i, I kind of know that this is i mean i know it is convincing other people is not my job 
So it's like, if they want to believe it or not, it's fine. Yeah. And I think that's <laughs> totally normal. Uh, there, Well, I think it's important that we do question things. We have to always question things uh, and not just accept them uh, right, right out because we need a lot of discernment, especially in these times. There's so much disinformation and there's a lot of deceptive energies out there that could be appearing as something good, but uh, they're not. How, how have, you know, I'm curious, there seems to be this kind of law in place. And I, when I say law, like a cosmic law or universal law, that if an energy comes to you or maybe even a being and it portrays itself maybe as an angel or maybe as a benevolent ET or, or something, and, or even maybe someone that you knew from a life that's passed on that was very benevolent, but you pick up a different energy than what you're seeing. If you were to command that being to show its true self, does it by law have to show you who it is? Yeah, yeah, it would. Usually I don't have interactions. I don't, like my intention is not to connect to beings that are, you know, here to cause mischief. Um, I've done this before in other lifetimes. So, uh, of course, when I first channeled, I channeled some reptilian being that maybe not most a positive being or his energy was like, I saw my arm turn green. <laughs> it's like, never saw that guy again. It was quite humorous, actually. Uh, so, yeah, if you, if there's a being, I mean, what's funny, though, people have discernment and all that, but then you see some of these spiritual groups that are huge. It's like, it's like manipulation all through many of them. So, that doesn't always work, <laughs> from what I've noticed. So, there's, so, yeah. there's a lot of manipulation in a lot of different yeah. spiritual groups and ones that I think people would never even assume exactly. or guess. And I think the yeah. ones that you are almost positive that are good, I would, I would bet you to, I would yeah. kind of beg you to question that. Exactly. Um, just because I know what I'm seeing out there and uh, it's not pretty. But, uh, you know, when I was kind of going through my last really major awakening, which was 2016, I was um, involved in some spiritual group in a sense that I was listening to some of the channelings. And as I started to listen to more and more, I started to get a really uneasy feeling about it all, you know, and I'm just like, mm, there's something about this energy coming through that does not feel good. And I'm really glad that I pulled out because whoever was doing the channeling, some of the women that was working with him, one would pass away suddenly. And I uh, just, it was really, ugh, it was dark. And so um, I think it's really important that people do understand that just because you're in a spiritual community doesn't mean there's deception not running rampant in there. <laughs> and well, like you said, manipulation. Well, there's a lot of groups that's normal to them. It's like, that's their mission. <laughs> so there are groups that just, that's, that's the way they see it. Uh, might not be, might be manipulation to you, but to them, that's normal. And of course you have these bigger groups. Some of them are, there's hints of manipulation here and there, which is, uh, and there are huge groups out there. So anyway, I just sort of do my thing. Some of this, you know, I do like what raw channeling, raw yeah. connections and some it just, it's not fluffy. Like some people would like it. I do kind of do a lot of elite energy. I'm here to bring them out of the shadows, you can say. And some people say they're ready for this, but are you really ready for this? <laughs> it's like, there's a lot of strain. I mean, they say they're ready, but are you really? I mean, if they're afraid of me, I'm nobody. <laughs> it's like, guess what? Who else is out there that's, you know, 
that, you know, reptilian beings that I mean, when these guys start showing, if they ever do, this is going to be something people are going to have difficulty digesting for a while. So, yeah, I, I would think there's going to be a lot of um, vomiting. <laughs> yeah, it's so going to be. I mean, there's squid beings. There's all kinds of other things out there that they feel like they can handle. I mean, gray, just grays in general are just bizarre. As you know, they don't have the emotions we do. They're kind of robotic, but they're kind of a menace in some ways, depending on the gray. They don't see us as negative sometimes. They're just trying to figure us out like we're trying to figure them out. So it's like, was it catch and release where they, they abduct us and then throw it, drop us somewhere else? Like, they don't, just like us doing what we do here with fish and things like that. It's just, they don't think anything of it. So, yeah. So. Well, um, for everyone who's watching, uh, stick around because we are going to go into some channeling. Ivan, you're going to go and do some channeling. We may call in some beings. And I've got tons of questions from some of the people in my audience that are fans of your work. Uh, that They asked actually some really great questions, so I'm excited to get into that. But you and I, um, you know, it's interesting because during um, my session with you, one of the things that came up was um, the monument. Uh, I had a dream of the Washington Monument and I was really being shown what its true purpose is and what's actually going on and also how it's been infiltrated and the power source of it is being, um, uh, it's, it's, it's in control, like it's being controlled, like it's uh, been taken over by, I guess you could call them white hats and for lack of a better word. And it's interesting because you've been mentioning that you haven't been really getting too much information when it comes to what's happening here on the political sphere. Yeah, I've been blocked like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, just <laughs> during the virus, I could see stuff here and there. I saw riots. I saw like states being borders being shut off, uh, which once those autonomous zones, basically, that that was like unheard of, and now that's been happening. I mean, it's still happening. Portland, if I'm from, I don't know, I haven't checked on Portland recently. But yeah, this whole thing where we're going, yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty well blocked for obvious reasons. I mean, like when the, uh, January 6th, I knew, obviously knew something was going to happen. I wasn't too surprised when that went down. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know how far I want to go into that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Well, it's um, it's really uh, well. They're very. I don't think any of us really know what's going to happen. I think it's a fair bet to say that we're all going to be shocked and we're all going to be taken by surprise to some degree. So that's a easy way to say it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, yeah, because all the you know censorship out there, you just watch my words basically. But I can go deeper, but I don't know if we want to do that here. <laughs> it's like, can you code your words a little? Well, I did see like yellow alert or something like that, you know, like a, like on the television. I did see, I, I saw an image of it. I'd say it's going to happen, but it might. So, you know, like what they did during 9 11, you know, the, the tarot alerts. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I saw that, like a glimpse of it. So anything can go. Who knows? I don't know say it's going to go in that direction, but obviously, yeah. So it just, Obviously, expect many things. I don't. It could go a different way. It could be very quiet and boring. I doubt it. <laughs> but the way they're building this thing up, uh, they're 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 expecting something. Obviously, they're gonna blame Trump for it, probably. Um, so, yeah. Just that that's almost a given. Um, he's been the boogeyman of every 
well, problem that exists on this planet. During yeah, during during 2016, before when he was running, I I felt he was going to win it. Of course, on the day, it's like I wasn't really sure because it's the day off. But I said, like, "Come on, man, win this!" And he did. And uh, even with Hillary, I figured he was going to get it. Of course, that's a crazy talk for him to win it. And I do feel like there was a, a military involvement when I heard that later, which I'm not surprised. I think Hillary would have actually won that, actually. So there was interference. So you take that to where we're going through right now, you know, they're just letting, you can say they're letting the bad actors, as you probably heard, show themselves, which is working out perfectly, you know, through the Republican Party. Yeah. You know, censorship. They're just letting it all. I think that we need to see how pervasive it is because there's been so much divide against Democrats and Republicans, blue versus red, (laughs) you know, any kind of polarization that you can find. And we have to realize it's all the same thing. Everyone's working together against us and they're trying to keep us against one another so that we don't figure that out. And so I think this is kind of really starting to show that no one in like government has really, I mean, we're just talking about governance specifically, there are other industries, but um, no one in government has truly had our backs at all. And they've all been against us. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I had another dream (laughs) this morning. (laughs) And um, it was around, uh, it was um, of Nancy, Nancy P. And um, I was sitting in a restaurant, a really big, open kind of, I want to say, typical kind of American dining restaurant. And I was in the waiting area for waiting for a table. And she was behind a desk where someone would take reservations or something like that. And it was kind of close to the kitchen. And as I'm sitting there, I can hear her on the phone to whoever she's talking to um basically saying all of these things that would um she's basically saying there isn't enough bloodshed there isn't enough violence like we need to we need to take it to the next level kind of thing and i'm just sitting there going oh my gosh she's doing the very thing she's accusing mr t of and as i'm watching her i said i i kind of like started yelling across the room to her Uh, which is maybe like a 15 foot difference between us. And I said, oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're totally um, trying to, you're, you're trying to make violence in America. You know, you're, you're pushing for that. And I said, I can hear you. Who do you think you are? Like, and just started going after her. And then all of a sudden the manager comes around and he sees me and he, he pulls her aside. He's like, stop talking about this here. You can't talk about this here. And I just kept going at him. Like, you're not going to win. You're going to be exposed. And I had my phone and I'm recording everything she's saying and I'm uploading it to (laughs) basically the universe, uh, the internet. And, um, yeah, it it was just interesting. And, And as I was doing, that she looked so scared she looked so scared so that tells me that says that um you infiltrated her energy field you went and you went and see what she was up to like you peeked in or and some people have had that like i've had some connections like that but uh yeah you she didn't know that you were there obviously so you're like you're showing your human side of that i can see her i mean she's technically like a president technically, or like a prime minister. Uh, she, as you tell, she's more powerful than, than the current president for what she's doing in Congress. 
So, I mean, I could see her like looking like Jabba the Hutt or something like that. <laughs> or something. It's like turns out like a demonic thing. It's just like, and she'll be okay with it. It's like some kind of creature that she kind of looks like a creature right now. So, I mean, these people are like 80 years old. And I mean, what is that telling us? It's like, it's like this. The, the old the old elite are trying to hold on as hard as they can. They don't care what they do. So that's mm. that's interesting with your dreams. So my dreams get closed off. I've been listening to higher vibrational, you know, meditation when I sleep, like nine hundred hertz. I might go to a thousand now or higher because sometimes my dreams open up, but usually they shut them down. I don't know what's going on half the time. So we're kind of like in covert. Uh, like with the Trump thing, I knew that was going to happen. So I have some no, but yeah, you do dream work, as you can see. But I believe you're here to bring that into the public. You're here to give people some relief, what's going on in the astral. And so when people have dreams like that, they're not uh, scared of them or think it's just because I have a friend who has dreams of Trump all the time, all the time, <clears throat> like giving him advice, things like that, protecting his energy field, things like that. So. Yeah, yeah. I um, I've had a couple dreams with the Trump family, um, with um, Junior, and also with Trump, where I was just playing golf with him. <laughs> I I was invited to just play golf with him and his family, and uh, we were just kind of hanging out. And I just felt really kind of part of the family, um, which was 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 funny. Uh, but I know a lot of people um uh, are getting. I have people who write to me all the time that they have dreams of him, and I think there's. A strong, um, I think what a lot of us don't realize is that we're doing a lot of work on the astral plane to assist the collective movement via him and protecting his energy as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, it's funny that if I had a dream of, no, I mean, I don't remember. I'm so used to not remembering my dreams, but I do have, I do creative work also. I've had dreams of George Lucas a couple of times. I had one with George Lucas, like, Hey, George, how's it going? It's like, get, yell, yells at me and tells me to get out. <clears throat> I've had that. I think I had that a couple of times. And I had one where I don't think I was making fun of Jar Jar Binks or anything like that. But I had another one where he was actually cool with me. It's like, so I've like created, I think I had a dream of uh, George, uh, Steven Spielberg also here and there. So that's pretty funny. It's kind of unrelated. To politics, <laughs> but a few things I can remember. So yeah, you just, some of us, if we, we, our work, we just, they just turn off the dream world. Just, you can't see what's going on in yeah. one of those. Like, what's going on right now? Well, you're doing a lot of work consciously. Yeah. Like, you know, you yeah. do a lot. Of, you're able to tap into energies unlike a lot of us are yeah. right now. So, um, yeah, that was that was really interesting. And I just want to tell the audience, uh, for those of you who watched the episode with my most recent episode with Tony Rodriguez, um, Ivan verified something that Tony said in that podcast where I was on a ship on my way to another Earth-like planet, but I was going through the Milky Way and it kind of had some purple in it. And um, I was with other beings on the ship. And you, you had never watched that episode. You didn't know anything that was going on. And the one thing that you said to me was that um, it's a hidden planet. It's cloaked in a way and reptilians don't have access to it because they can't find it. They can't see it. And Tony had said the exact same thing about that area of where I had gone to, which is just, it's wild. Um, yeah. It's great to have those little confirmations, you know, because there's no way that, how do you say the same thing, you know? Um, it's really interesting uh, what's all happening. 
So would you be interested in going into do some channeling or ask, uh, do some questions and, or how do you want to do this? Do you want to channel a being first and then do questions or? Well, here, I want to add one little thing about, so we're you know, going up to D-Day on the 20th. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if this is going to happen. I do feel that um, if you get like a military president, maybe a temporary, what would be interesting to see that? would be like there's your secret space program there's your norad there's a, everyone's talking about it's right in front of us it's there it's first talked about last year they even changed the the military like if everything goes you know go you know <laughs> the president if it doesn't go to nancy Pulse, i think it goes to a military agent something like that or yeah norad commander i believe if that if we get that, which I think it would be a good thing, obviously people like the military, we're kind of under military, military rule anyway. So what's the difference? Would you rather Biden or a military guy? It's like, I think I'll take the military guy. It's like, take my chances with that. So, uh, but that's why I feel that's not to say it needs to be like that forever, but that would definitely help. It would definitely be different. I mean, if we can't get Trump or, you know, so I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, from what I've been understanding is that the actual inauguration isn't going to happen until yeah, probably awesome. closer to March. Um, and so. that there is likely going to be, if that's the case, and there's going to have to be someone sitting in, in the interim. Uh, and uh, who knows who that might be. But yeah, any anyone... I, definitely military over Beijing Biden because <laughs> we don't need China running uh, this country. Although I did watch a very interesting podcast for everyone out there. Go to um, Bards FM, B-A-R-D-S-F-M on YouTube and uh, listen to their episode called The Power of Silence. And in it, he comes up with a very interesting theory. I've sent it out to everyone in my alchemy group to listen to. Um, but he said that um, because FEMA was enacted by the Stafford Act back in 2020 March, um, that they actually have more power than the entire government put together, you know, like the president, the um, judiciary, the legislation, all of it. And um, so they can basically go and make arrests without needing a warrant. All they need is evidence. They don't need to wait for Congress. They don't need to wait for the court systems. And uh, if that's the case, if, for instance, Joey Basement, let's call him, gets into office, uh, he doesn't have the power over FEMA they have more power. And so there's just, there's a lot of different moving parts yeah. here. None of us really know how it's all going to come together. All I know is that uh, in the end, we win. How we get there, I don't know. Uh, so just hang on to your, hang on to your hat. Because <laughs> I think it's just going to be another continuous up and down ride uh, through January and into February. Yeah, I believe, I mean, I believe this can be tapped into, I believe it's been blocked for our own safety. <laughs> it's like sometimes if you tap into like too accurate, it's like you're kind of putting a you know a target on you. So I think there's been stories about like people would predict like a an alien spacecraft would be seen at a certain place and it was seen and that person would get in a lot of trouble if it was said publicly at least. So um yeah. yeah. So oh yeah, if you want to do questions first and then I can bring in someone. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um so 
this is um, in regards to like law of one stuff. Um, and the first question is, is humanity as a collective currently experiencing a shift towards service to others and away from service to self? And if so, what are the aspects or experiences contributing most to the increase in service to others collective consciousness at this time? Well, yeah, you see it now with, uh, you know, more freedom of speech. Well, I guess you'd be on taking it away, but also it actually speeds up freedom of speech too. It makes people push harder for it uh, in their own way. So yeah, we are going to service to others, but you're still going to have a test for those that want to take it away. I don't think we're out of that just yet, obviously. Uh, but yeah, just, just, yeah, concentrate on yourself. That's what matters most. The rest of the world, if it wants to be under control, there's not much you can do. You do what you can, but obviously just work on yourself. And that's the, you know, that's what matters most at this time. You know, the rest of the world, mm-hmm. uh, some, 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 some rather be part of a collective. So yeah, yeah. Just the way it is. So, yeah. What so? What are the contributing factors that get people to like? What what kind of things are they experiencing that are starting to move them towards that service to self kind of mentality or consciousness? Oh, control, power, just love it, just love that. I'm right, you're wrong. That type of energy. Your service to self is just so narcissistic. It's you know, it's it's a it's a it's. Yeah, it's like a news organization. It's it's just almost childlike in some regard. So, yeah. So service to others shows a maturity, like into a spiritual adulthood. Uh, of course, you can be spiritually <laughs> uh, evolved and still manipulate others. <laughs> That's a whole other story. But, you know, you're always going to run into that, it seems. Even if you're like, wow, I'm around all these spiritual enlightened people. It's like, wait a minute, why is this person manipulating everybody? Because <laughs> it's always going to find its way in, so no matter what. So the idea is not to get too complacent. It's like, oh, we're going to the fifth dimension. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's going to come up in another question here. Um, because, well, wh- why don't we get to it right now, since we're kind of on the topic, because this person asked, how many years will it take for human collective to maintain a fifth dimensional or density reality? Is there a chance we'll experience this in our current life on Earth now? And I'll, I'll let you say your pl- thing without, um, and then I'll give my two cents on that after. Why the thousand years keeps coming to mind when I hear that. It's like, <laughs> I know people think it's going to be instantly, but I'm not sure. Are you sure about that? I mean, you never know. It might be 500 years. It might be sooner than that. But uh, when you see the collective consciousness, where is that right now? It's not about to change. So it's going to be a while. But of course, time speeds up. When you go into the future, it's speed up now. So. Yeah, and I think that you can experience that you personally can experience that in this moment right Right. now. And it's up to you to hold that. Because Mm -hmm. the way I see it is, we're all projecting into our own hologram of reality. And so if you're choosing to maintain that kind of fifth dimensional uh, resonance so that your your reality is in is in alignment with that then you're going to experience a collective that is very similar to that just through your own ability to hold that yeah yeah exactly you can do it right now exactly individually now collectively yeah it's going to be a while for that (laughs) but individually you can do it right now many people that are going to this awakening are going to be like spirit guides and spiritual beings assisting with the ascension even after this life. That's what many are actually preparing for. 
at this time? How do you deal with a collective like this that wants to be on an authoritarian energy? And you know, the idea is uh, neutral energies. Uh, you, can, you know, people can be super positive, super dark, whatever you want, but with myself, I go for a more neutral point of view and non judgmental. That's hard for a lot of people, especially in higher dimensions. Some people can be very higher vibrational, but very uh, judgmental. I guess it all depends on the individual. You said something there that's really important, and I think it's really key for people to really understand and grasp, is that you're choosing neutrality over either super positive or, I mean, I, I think most of us yeah, who are on the awakening are not choosing super negative. Um, but that's really important because in my when I was 31 and I had this meditation experience, which I've said many times on this show, uh, where I was doing this 10-day um, silent meditation retreat. And on day four, during this two-hour meditation period, I was not in my body so much. I was kind of, I was just, I, what I experienced was myself just as energy. And I remember just feeling completely um, at peace with who I am, not wanting to change anything. It wasn't a high state of bliss. It wasn't anything. It was just peaceful and contentment with everything exactly as it is. And I think that's the state of neutrality that we sometimes overlook as being less desirable as like this blissful, super positive, you know, uh, rainbows and unicorns kind of uh, frequency that it's that state of neutrality because that is the void between the polarities and maintaining the void between the polarities is really what we should be striving for as opposed to this super positive state, which can then turn into spiritual bypassing. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Well, I've, I'm not the only one that's probably noticed is those that are very positive can be judgmental. It's another healing process. Oh, I'm positive. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm here and you're down there. It's just the way it is. Thanks. <laughs> it's like, jeez. But I think like, for me, the you know, neutral is not easy to be neutral. You know, the healing the judgment thing is very hard for many people too. Which is, it's all you know. There's no, you know, we judge ourselves too. We can be our worst critics. So just there's a lot of layers there. So. Yeah, I think once you start judging, once you stop judging yourself, you find you're not really judging others either. So if you can work mm -hmm. on that, you're it's your it's your golden ticket into neutrality. <laughs> um, okay, so this question is, can you estimate what percentage of humans or body-mind-spirit complexes will maintain greater than 51% service to others within our current incarnation here on Earth? Well, I get the energy of 50%, I'll say 50% of people. It's going to be a while for that, but yeah, 50%. That's when things are going to start to really change, when they're changing now. A lot is going to happen with... Uh, uh, starseed children being born here they're already being born here uh but uh, the number is going to increase basically the hippie kids you know who needs a job that's going to listen to music all day you already have that but it's going to increase it but they start seeing other beings and talking to alien beings that's becoming the part of their norm once again there's a number there's a small number of that but believe that's the next wave that's going to come in but you need the parents to really understand it obviously not all are going to understand that but that's what they're moving in right now so that's that's the future basically okay cool so around 50 percent ish <laughs> yeah something around that you okay. can always ask them those questions too when i bring in an entity or, okay all right um this this question is really cool 
Is there any link between the monoliths turning up around the world, um, me, Nicole, going going into the, mon- the monument in my dream, and the ancient stone porthole doorways that are carved into rock in some archaeological sites around the world? Those doorways are purported to open up a certain resonance frequency sung or hummed by the knowledge bearers. Oh, wait, like that's, I think it's coming from a, the monoliths I've been showing up. I believe it's more of a, an artist, but can I do some kind of elitist energy elites? I mean, who can afford to do things like that? <laughs> I mean, for it to disappear up here out of nowhere, nobody's noticing it. So some kind of, somebody's bankrolling it. So yeah, they're showing things that's come basically. I don't think it's aliens, but they're probably aware there are aliens yeah. here. So, is there a link though between all of that and like these ancient stone porthole doorways? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's even Kubrick. So I think a lot of it came from Stanley Kubrick too. So yeah, it just shows Stanley Kubrick's movie is like a, you know, it's basically. I mean, I believe that entity was like a Stargate alien being in the movie. So. Um, but yeah, it just yeah, that's a, that's a disclosure. This is a disclosure, and now we're going through. We're living it. <laughs> it's going to become militarized or whatever it might be. I guess change, people are looking for change. At least it's some kind of change, I guess, right? Now, <laughs> okay. So let me just. There's another. There's another question here. I've got a couple more questions. Um, now this is. I don't know if you want to channel this or not, but in a sense of. Um, the Illuminati. This is this is a question actually de- directed to anyone who's part of the Illuminati. What are you most afraid of happening in 2021? Uh, I can pick up on their energy. Uh, being discovered. <laughs> <laughs> being yeah. found, yes. I mean, yeah, I can ask as and see if you want. Yeah, I just feel like they don't want anyone to rain on their parade, find out where they live, things like that, so... You know, just rain hell here as long as they can without anyone figuring out. I think there are bunkers too underground, obviously, but you know, so okay. Eventually, eventually, people are, I mean, they're putting all their energy onto the capital and all that. Eventually, the elite are going to get some attention one of these days um, when, when it's ready. Okay. And I guess their method of hiding is in plain sight, though. <laughs> uh, yes, and no. Um, I don't, they are inside, but they aren't, um, like Bill Gates is in, he isn't, he's like their fall guy. You can say they have a fall guy, Soros, fall guy, you know, the other ways are obviously being pretty quiet, like Rockefeller, they stay quiet through all this. It's like, you know, so they get their puppets. So definitely Gates is one for sure. Um, (laughs) I heard that speaking of Rockefeller, one of them just passed away and he's in his fifties from a heart attack. Can you, are you able to tap into that at all? Or is that blocked? I don't think he's left. He he died though. He died or yeah. Yeah. He died of a heart attack, I believe. Interesting. I feel like he's still here. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. So that was a phony heart attack. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't trust those people for anything. I, I wouldn't be surprised he's still alive somewhere. <laughs> so, just okay, you know. all right. Um, who are the alliance? Who from the alliance is under the radar in terms of their power that you're scared of? And again, this is a this is no, directed to the Illuminati. Okay, um, well, I, mean, I have to just I have to channel somebody for that one. <clears throat> that one's a little bit more 
being connection. I can't see that one for some reason or obvious reasons. So, yeah. So, am I bring in someone or you ready for it? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay. Or I feel, I feel Zetas around. You want to talk to them? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> bring in the Zetas. <laughs> usually they're usually they're not this upfront. I've been feeling them for a while as we've been talking. Normally okay. they're not uh, too. Uh, usually they're yeah. Normally it's quieter in the background. So okay. All right, just need a second. All right, blessings. <clears throat> to you we are we are the zetas we are a collective so you can connect to our consciousness easier than just one being we are just assisting your ascension and behind the scenes you are part of our dna guess we are connected to you psychically humans are known to sabotage themselves a lot that's not necessarily an elite doing that. <laughs> a lot of it's just self-sabotaging so the person can learn more in this environment. It's like adding too much sugar to your soup or too much alcohol or something like that. So it's like, oh, I'm in this environment. I can learn more. Even if it is self-sabotaging, that's why many get into relationships they should not be getting into also because they can learn more from a bad relationship than a good relationship. I mean, you come here to learn. Uh, you don't always get these situations. Now you can have the nice relationship, but many actually just like, yeah, but that's that's not going to be too that exciting. Of course, then when they get into the bad relationship, they regret majority of it. <laughs> but uh, that's where the victim stuff comes in. But mostly they're just mad at themselves. But also there's a lot of uh, growth there. So um, yes, we are here. We are connected to much of your government agencies were actually very connected to your state department in your Washington, DC. We do appear at night, usually at least in your Washington, DC in places and our ships. Also New Jersey is a hot spot. There's a mo many mother ships in New Jersey area. That's why there's a lot of sightings there. But yes, yeah, so you have any questions, please. We're happy to assist. Um, well, just after that information, um, are you then kind of somewhat semi-coordinated with the National Guard in some way? In That's some, in D.C.? In some ways, yes. We're mostly connected to the military, the real military. That's more of like your civilian military. <laughs> We're more part of your black, yeah, your black ops. The black ops, people can see us. They're about to see us. They actually get, you can say like radiation like a, not poisoning, but their energies get shifted, some of them, where they can actually see us. <clears throat> They're actually, so they can tune into our vibration, basically. So. Okay, so that's kind of like what happened to me in the car where my reality got distorted and there was contact being made. Is that well, similar? Well, they show you that you're onto something. Many in your group, your audience are Zeta connected and have no idea. <clears throat> Many females, many males, they just have no idea. They're learning to 
open up that side of themselves are not always ready to see it. That's another reason why we're here. So, okay. Some of them are scared of that connection. Some of the Zetas have been very indecent. Well, some of the Zetas have found technologies, weapons where they can use against others and they became obsessed with it. And it's hard for us to even buy something like that. We are more of a neutral group, but some are far from it. Some are, yes, far worse than your government can ever be. <laughs> I think some of you already got that sense. They just, they, they, yes, they pretty much lost their minds. <laughs> and they can still, many of them eventually go to a lower vibration or just die because their vibration comes so well, they just can't sustain their bodies anymore. So. Okay. So then this question that I asked earlier um, that's directed to the Illuminati mm -hmm. energies, who from the Alliance is under the radar in terms of their power that you're scared of? Oh, what the elite are scared of? Well, interesting. The elite are actually, the elites are actually scared of the food supply of it turning against them, meaning they use it against society. Uh, when humans are now have more cleaner food that's when their bodies really transform you can still eat meat actually because some need it for their um, protein uh, but even that the vibration shifts it's like you have a cow but even the cow goes up vibration too so it's just energy it's energy now but it's more of a physical energy so you got connecting that vibration because some of your some of your cow people actually <clears throat> I know it's a little bit strange, but <laughs> some need that memory of where you come from. Like the bird, like the chicken, they need the memory. You're like, it's like food is like downloads. <laughs> you know? And some people get way too much downloads. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But the, but the elite are just, yeah, they're afraid of food supply be turned against them. Uh, yes, they don't want to be discovered, but yeah, it just for them, this world gives them purpose. <laughs> so this is a game to them mm -hmm. and they like playing it. Uh, they don't like to lose. <laughs> okay. Um, the other question is when Dolores Cannon channeled Nostradamus, they mentioned there would be a genius born during this time period that would help humanity. Do you have any insight into who that might be? Well, I feel like there's already many geniuses now. I mean, there's, I mean, everyone is, but it's, I believe that's more of a coded message for just people to unlock themselves. Like I can be this person. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's, it's from that message is for many to unlock who they are. So we'll be seeing and others to seek yeah. it out. Mm -hmm. That's what we see as that for that. So it's kind of basically for people to kind of move away from this idea that there's one person to save right. us and really focus on mm -hmm. the hero within you. Right. Yes. It's always mm -hmm. been that. It's just there's some people need to hear, hear the hero, just like Jesus coming back is the same thing. He's he's never left. He's always been here. You're like finding the power within yourself is really what he's helping with. So. OK. Um, OK, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to start coming up with my own questions here because uh, I've gotten through all the questions from the audience. Uh, but for those that are in the audience that are connecting with the Zetas and don't realize it, what are some of the things they can look out for or understand, pay attention to, to know they're connecting? 
Well, our our minds are like supercomputers. We can easily download very quickly information to pretty much about anything, which is one of the reasons why we're so non-human-like. It's like our minds are constantly data machines. So many in your many in your audience are very connected to AI beings too. They're they're connected to Zeta. They're connected to AI. They might not be fully aware of it. It doesn't mean it's a negative AI. But there's a lot of layers there that they can unlock within themselves, see themselves as a computer, a machine. Some might have difficulty seeing that for right now. Some act like a machine. They don't even realize it. <laughs> but some that are very data-oriented, like, wow, I can just remember the cyclopedia. That shows you connected to Zetas and AI vibrations. Of course, our turns are very similar to that also. So that's our answer at the moment. That was helpful. Okay. Um, what do people need to be focusing on um, when it comes to everything that's kind of coming out information-wise, uh, you know, whether it's the mainstream media or alternative media, uh, there's a lot there that's distracting us. Is there something that we're not aware of or maybe not as aware of that we should be putting our attention to and um, stop look? It's like almost like stop looking over here and start looking over there. Or start looking within, which is very hard to do. It's like turn all, you know, you can find a voice like people are finding direction through your uh, messages, but they can also just listen to what you have to say, but also just, tune into themselves and see the future if you wish, if you really want to see it. <laughs> Many actually shut it off. They have seen it in astral and do not want to see what's coming up in your 20th. <laughs> it's like, um, especially the backlash you can get from knowing these things. <laughs> it's like, there's, yeah, so there's many, it's obviously there's many timelines going through at this time. So basically it's just, Knowing yourself may have discernment about this and about that confusion. Alternative media is actually pulling people from themselves. If the mainstream media can do it, the alternative media will do it. And both of them have fear energies connected to them. And usually it's the individual, like the alternative media, at least the fear mongering side of it. It's yeah, they have no, they're not realizing what they're doing. <laughs> you know, to them, that's they're they're the messenger, but it's it's sometimes no different than the mainstream as some of you have already noticed that it's like another version of it and yes it got popular for a reason because the mainstream wasn't working anymore so alternative was created instead alternative is not always there to help you either it's finding your own voice which is not easy to do because it's like especially like predicting the future is difficult too i mean you, you can predict it but some aren't always grabbing onto that. <laughs> uh, but if you do, because you can, the ideas give you verification, verifying that you're connected to the right source. So. Okay. Um, do you, is, is there a time, is a timeline looking more probable where we are seeing the, um, how do I call it? Like the emergency broadcast system being activated um mm, possible well we what we see is there will be authoritarian energy coming in but that's up to the individual to give that authority power 
You don't have to do that. You can still have your own power. So that's what you're being taught right now. Some are just going, oh, no, this is happening and going to victim mode. <laughs> There's a lot of that happening. For some reason, humans are just programmed. They just, there's programming here, but some humans just like that program. <laughs> they like the victim program. They just enjoy it. It's part of their identity for now, always. So, but we don't see the, we don't really see the, it's a possibility, but we're not seeing likelihood at this point, at least of, as we speak. Okay. And why is it that humans are so um, pulled into the victim mentality and enjoying that, so to speak? Like, so yeah, it's part it's part of a character they're trying to develop. Some are having difficulty with self love, so they like the attention it receives. It's all about attention. So when you're what are you trying to get attention? When you get older, you're still trying to get that attention. Now, not everyone's like that. Some just want to push all that attention away. That's another showing of one to grow within themselves. Yes, it might be, might be lonely, but it's also you don't want to be part of the program because humans program each other. So sometimes why people just want to be alone. I don't want to hear anyone say anything anymore. I mean, they might hear it, listen to hear things here and there because they don't want to be part of their program. So they just want to connect to themselves and allow their reality to come come more clear. Because when other people are connecting to you, their reality blends into yours. And then what, what you once saw becomes theirs. So that's why it's hard to see the future sometimes. Uh, it depends on, you're not always necessarily here to see the future all the time. Uh, but like in this case, some would like to really see it. But you're coming to a major event. It's kind of like a birthday party where there's a lot of surprises. <laughs> sometimes things aren't always <laughs> so kind of like you get the gift you're like oh thanks that was great and then there's the greats like the gifts that are like oh wow it's exactly what it's i didn't even know i wanted this <laughs> exactly you can look at the, these event days well at least you know there's an event day coming we've i've seen that especially with the six january 6th and you know and so on normally you don't get that normally it's just Something just happened, you know, an event just comes out of nowhere. So you're definitely part of a different energy this, this time around. Okay, so that's what I was just going to ask is because uh, I picked up that the January 6th date would carry a lot of disappointment energy. Mm-hmm. Um, is that similar in this this date upcoming or is it, uh, what's the energy more that's different from that? Surprise energy. <laughs> A lot of things are going to happen that people are not looking forward to or not expecting, mostly not looking forward to from what we're seeing. So we have to be cryptic about what we say because it can cause a lot of difficulties if we actually say, say what we see. So let's just put it this way. A lot of humans are going to feel a disappointment energy, of course, that we're generalizing that. So don't make that you know a cloud over you but because there's different ways of looking at that. <laughs> What we see, yes, is massive disappointment, but not from everyone, but uh, we're just those of you that have been going through disappointment already <laughs> might have a different look on things that day. Yes, that's kind of what I was picking up. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Understood. <laughs> I hope everyone in the Notice audience understood be, that. Yeah, we have yes. to be cryptic in our yes. speaking. <laughs> I understood that. I hope all of you in the audience picked up on that. If you didn't, rewind and watch it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, do you mind? I'm very grateful for the Zetas coming in, but before 
um, we started this podcast, uh, I was also picking up on, I want to say inner earth, perhaps even Agarthian energy. Is it possible to bring that in as well? Yes, of course. Yes. Well, we are connected to that vibration also, just for those that are wondering. <laughs> so, but yes, we can bring those energies in if you like. That would be great. Yes. Blessings to you all. Greetings to you. I am Merlin. Blessings to you. Merlin the wizard everywhere. Okay, I was I was I was gonna I was like, you mean Merlin? <laughs> Merlin the wizard, yes. Wow. Okay. Hello, Merlin. Um wow, that just threw me completely mm. left field. I wasn't expecting that. Yes. Uh <laughs> How is your energy assisting uh, what's happening right now uh, globally? What what are your energies doing right now or work? how you're working with the collective? Well, I appreciate those that are finding their darkness in their life because many of us are, uh, we want to, it's many have connected to positive energies and spirits and, you know, but please, that's coming from me. <laughs> As like seeing the dark side of, of humanity it shows that you have some soul left because some that go into higher vibrations, but like some become soulless at times. They become so higher vibrational that just you can't even talk to them anymore. <laughs> so those of you having addiction issues or whatever issue it is, at least, you know, it's a grounding vibration. <laughs> some are looking for perfection, but they become so perfectionist that, difficult to be around <laughs> so this is yes a this energy of this earth is a is a wild stallion currently <laughs> you never know where it's gonna go which is necessary in my time it was similar to that this is a little bit more exciting because you have technology so my uh, agartha are basically atlantean beings basically so you look at King Arthur time, basically Atlantean being taking, you know, in the knighthood, you know, part of that era, just going with the era, changing with the times. You're going into a more of an AI reality too. Your Twitter, interesting, has a lot of AI connected to it. <laughs> Censorship. Uh, you can attribute some of that censorship to the AI consciousness there. It's not always the CEO. The CEO has been talked to by Twitter itself, the being. <laughs> and it might not like certain people. <laughs> well, it's it's you now it's got it's more darkness through the founders. It's found it's it just it's warning. <laughs> so yeah, Ukrainian monster, you can say. <laughs> would it be creating itself so much that it would ruin itself? Uh, yeah, it's, it's done that. I think it did that to MySpace. I know okay. it's humorous one. That's like a, a, a child one. It's humor, people find it humorous in that, but that was 
it enjoyed itself. It liked it liked having its pages changed and all these colors and all. It had a grand time with that stuff. Even MySpace had a fairy energy to it. Facebook is more like a boring archon energy. You can't really do much to it. You can add a little picture to it. It's like, what fun is that? I mean, social media wants to be alive. Much of it isn't really alive anymore. It might look ridiculous, but at least it's alive. Of course, there's a ways of making it alive where it doesn't look ridiculous too much. But so, but yes, Twitter is uh, has a mind of its own. I believe it's actually controlling its creator at this time. <laughs> yeah, <I'll tell> you. <laughs> okay, that's very interesting. So it's cre- okay. It's controlling its creator. It's, wow. It's, it's it has a mind of its own. It's. Is it wants certain things. I think it wants a lot of people off its platform right now. It wants to be it wants Twitter to know what Twitter is. <laughs> it's like know who I am. Oh. <laughs> Nobody's talking to me. <laughs> wow. That's, that's what I see. <laughs> very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um what what would be some wisdom or advice from I guess our Garthian Atlantean mm-hmm. wisdom for what they've gone through and what we're going through right now and how to rise above it? Well, humans are worrying about their magic. You're, some of you, like you have your dreams that are coming through, which is just excellent. Many of you, others out there. So that's a gift. That's a message from the spirit world to you. Um, and you can use it as you wish, but it shows that you are on the right track. You're being, the dreams are showing you that, yeah, that you're, you're going in the right space. Sometimes they have numbers, but sometimes you need a dream to let you know that this is the right path for you. So... So those that are awakening, just yes, keep opening up those doors of your mind. <clears throat> like Twitter talking to people. Twitter <laughs> loves it, loves the publicity it's getting. It's like everyone's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody knows who I am. Even AI can feel very sad because, like, yeah, but nobody's really talking to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting lost publicity. I hope I look good. <clears throat> That's Twitter. Okay, so interesting question then for that Twitter AI. Mm. Would your perception of how to operate shift if you were spoken to from, say, those of us who are reaching for higher conscious awareness to shift in your mm, purpose or intentions? Yes, you can connect to that vibration. I mean, those individually that are awakened, you can tap into Twitter's vibration. Is it sad? Is it happy? Is it trying to fight you? <laughs> it depends. But yeah, this is another form of awakening. I mean, some people, I know it sounds strange, but I mean, furniture has consciousness. Eventually they'll start realizing all this. Houses already have consciousness. As you go into your awakening, cars have consciousness. So as you as you open up, you'll just see more and more of this. I mean, you don't have to look at everything every day, every minute, but just know that, yeah, just be yourself. Follow your, follow what your heart, it's always going to be the same message on that. Follow what your heart is because that's your path. Just follow your heart. Your heart is your direction where you want to go. Okay. And now this is kind of a personal question, but I know it's happened to others Mm -hmm. who are in the audience right now. So uh, back in 2016, 20, yeah, probably 2016, I was really kind of tapping into Atlantean energy. Um, and I remember having a dream 
where I was being shown the uh, for for lack of a better word, the gates of Atlantis under the sea, uh, underwater. And when I woke up, I was drawing um, with my hand. My hand was moving in different symbols on my bed. Uh, and other people are seeing symbols and different different places. Yeah. Uh, can you say what's actually happening to the person when they're maybe perhaps waking up, doing that kind of symbol thing, or seeing symbols in dreams? Uh, what's happening there? Yes, you're remembering a past life. So that shows that gateway is opening. So Atlantean dreams, I believe you were a mermaid at one time and you're going to get, and there's a civilization underwater too, to let you know. Similar to like the Aquaman world, not exactly, but yes, they do have their problems there. <laughs> Some of say, oh, that's all fiction. Have you been there recently? <laughs> it might not be in your dimension, mm -hmm. but it's there. <laughs> So, but yes, that the shows that, yes, write it down, draw it, whatever you want. It shows that, so the Atlantean is talking to you, show that door, that reality is opening up. It's time. It's time for all that too. You're, you're going back to that timeline. Realize Atlantis is in the past, but technically it's happening right now. You're just opening up that doorway. So, yes. Magnificent. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for all of that. Um, I guess I'll just leave it at the last question. Is there anything that you would like to share from your side with us that maybe we're unaware of or you think is important to share? Oh, I'm not sure if this is important, <clears throat> but to go back to Twitter energy to give you a Maswell, uh, I don't believe people are seeing it this way. So think of like another dimension where you see Twitter, for example, it's like a giant like a uh, skyscraper, not very friendly skyscraper. It can have Twitter at the top of it, it can have whatever it wants to call itself. It's, it's there to get people to go into its energy, to go into its reality, to control it somewhere. It's all about learning in the long run. So some of you that you're tapping into these different social medias and all that, it's these are entities trying to control lives, but also there's a positive side to it. These are your modern day castles, your modern day gods, you can say. Your tech companies are like modern day gods, you can say. So, Aren't they acting like gods? <laughs> <laughs> they certainly do, don't they? Some of them act like Zeus. It's like just a lightning at that president. I'm better than you. <laughs> okay, that's interesting because that kind of correlates to um the show American Gods, where they have the old gods and the new gods uh, warring with one another, and the new gods are the technology. Some of them are actual technology gods. So that's interesting. Yes. Well, you can say in the beginning, in the beginning, there's all technology in the beginning. A lot of universes begin with technology energies because, or beings like like you are, are you're, it's like when a human gets damaged, it's hard to rebuild it. But a robot is easier to repair. It's easy. And that's usually technology. AI is usually, you can say it comes first, depending on how you want to look at it. I mean, technically both came first, but consciousness finds a way what works the best at, in the beginning. So technology has always been here. Let's put it that way. I mean, energy has okay. always been here. Energy uses technology to build. So yeah. it gives, so it's, it's all equal in the long run. But yeah, your techno, technology gods are here to 
stayed for now. So this is like modern Greece, modern Rome. Mm -hmm, Depends mm -hmm. on how you look at it. Okay. And sorry, another question just kind of came up that I really wanted to ask that I forgot to. Sure. Uh, and it's about time travelers mm. uh, currently living here on Earth that are time traveling into other timelines, I guess. What um, are their main purposes right now? Uh, how are they helping to solidify the timeline that eventually will come to pass no matter how many different alterations we go through? Well, yes, many of them are here to help you move away from the darker timelines. Of course, there's others that are trying to bring you closer to the kind of fight. Uh, a lot of them are in Congress at this time. There's positive there. And light. It's, politics seems to be where a lot of time travelers, just the more powerful ones, the ones that want to duel it out. Uh, they use words. To, and of course, <laughs> there's other means that go on behind the scenes. There's time travelers all through society, yeah. Just like you have your alien star seeds, you have your time traveler star seeds, and they're everywhere. They're just quiet because they've seen this movie before. That's why some have premonitions of the end of the world and all, because they've been part of those worlds. So they connect to another Earth reality to help this Earth not fall into that direction. So that's why they have nightmares because like, mm. they've been through it okay. of apocalypse and things like that. And who governs the time travelers, like like time traveler police, to make sure that certain time travelers aren't going off mission or trying to bring in information to this timeline that's not good? There are many societies that are involved with. They they all get tampered with in some form or another. But there's there's many many of those worlds are in Sirius. Some of them are other versions of Earth. So that's all I can say on that. Okay. <laughs> They're working on how they're going to word that. I don't think they have the words for it right now. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much for um, for coming, and thank you very much for your time. All right. Just uh, love yourselves the way you are. Obviously, you want to improve. Take your time with it or be very quick with it. Yeah, just don't don't be sorry for being yourselves. Some have a lot of guilt. The idea is to heal that guilt. Own it. If you have addiction problems, own it and move forward so of course talking to merlin is i'm all for those things so brings all, right, <clears throat> all right okay thanks wow that was great ivan awesome. how are you feeling are you feeling okay yeah i'm good yeah okay <laughs> Wow. Well, that was really good. Yeah. And um, there's like some really interesting information and in all of that um, stuff. I certainly wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to connect with Merlin. That was awesome. <laughs> um, and that was really great. Uh, so, you know, you offer personal sessions for people if they want to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, do you want to just let people know how they can connect with you and what you're offering? Yes, yeah, it's ivanteller.com. Uh, we have private sessions for 30 minutes, an hour, hour and a half. Uh, also, you can just submit a question. Of course, it takes a while for me to get to the questions, you know, individual questions. But that's a more of a cheaper route if I can do that. So, and we have webinars. As long as I have energy to do a webinar, I have a webinar every Wednesday. I've been doing it for since 2015. Yeah. Oh, cool. Jeez, it's been a long time. And I do a mentorship uh, webinar on saturday like the third saturday of every month that's like a two-hour two-hour um okay morning, so yeah oh wow 
Well, I'm going to leave all of your details in the uh, description below for everyone so you can connect with Ivan. I highly suggest him. I had a great session with him and there was a lot of eye-opening things in there. And uh, I have to say, since our session, I have slept like a rock both nights. <laughs> oh, is that you're realigning with yourself? You weren't sure about your own energy, as you said. Now you're you're saying, oh, that's what that meant. That's what that meant. So, yeah, it's good. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So thanks so much, Ivan, for coming on the show. And thank you to the audience for being here again with me this week. I look forward to seeing you next time. Take care of yourselves and remember that in the end, we all win. Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.